total um, as I uh, crack open a nice Cran Raz LaCroix which is now our official sponsor James uh, is going to get us started with the uh, over-under for the Grizzlies what's it looking like Shane? They're at 43 and a half wins after winning let's see 42 games last season signed Chandler Parsons is going to miss some time I believe to start the year and have a new coach, former Heat assistant David Fisdale, who we originally liked for Brett Brown's current job a few years back when the Sixers had an opening. Oh, yeah. Classic interview. Classic interview pool. It was uh, yeah. David Fisdale versus uh, David Vanterpool. Chris Chris Finch. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I like the over, too. I think um, Gasol missed a lot of Gasol's time. Gasol's healthy year, now, right? assuming he's yeah. not washed. Yeah. And this is kind of, you know, for a lot of these guys, I think uh, Mike, Zebos. Mike Connolly's the highest paid guy in the league. He's going to come in with a chip on his shoulder, I think, to prove oh, that yeah. he's worth some money. Yeah. Zebos in a contract year. Uh, contract Tony year Zebo. Contra- yeah, t- contract year Tony Allen. And, and yeah, I I mean, uh, they're, they're that older, four spot. I think they're going to have a little bit of a new style and flavor to with Fizdale as a coach. A little less of the grit and grind of past. Grit and grind, yeah. And that, that four spot in the West is, is kind of up for grabs. The yeah. West is going to be a lot a lot easier to uh, to claim a spot. I, I don't know who else would contend for that four. Rockets or Jazz or... Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't... I, I, yeah, oh yeah, Portland. But yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get to those teams. All year. I don't know. We'll see if he takes a little bit of a leap. The, the the second half of the conference isn't as the conference isn't as strong as it's been. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. And uh, but yeah, so that so we both are going over there. Yep. Next up, we have the Miami Heat at thirty six and a half wins. Uh, these were released before the news that Chris Bosh would no longer play for the team. Looks like he's not to retire, unfortunately. Uh, one of my favorite players to watch over the last half decade or so. But uh, with that news, as well as Dwayne Wayne leaving town, uh, I think that's an under for me. Yeah, it's definitely an under for me. I was really low on them last year going into the season. Um, I think Josh McRoberts just got hurt today as well in camp. Okay. Yeah, I really didn't like the, uh, that team. And uh, they, you know, they kind of started out how I thought they would. And then. I was thinking that the Heat pick would end up being a lottery pick for us, and then they signed Joe Johnson. Kind of had a uh, like a rejuvenation. It, it really worked well for them. And then Dwayne Wade started, you know, making a bunch of uh, three pointers that he doesn't usually make. But yeah. you know, uh, Joe Johnson's gone, Wade's gone, Bosch is gone, and th- they brought in Dion Waiters. And w- with you know Waiters and Whiteside, I, that's just like too many dickheads on one on one. Yeah, on they one have team. like it's like the Kings where every person on their team is yeah. a dickhead. Now it just matches, yeah. and then it's like you have too, too many huge dickheads. hot. Shots there. I don't really like Whiteside. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, the Darko and Stormy podcast is is not a fan of Hassan Whiteside. He's definitely made improvements as an offensive player, but I think his defense is criminally overrated. L- leave something to be desired. Desired. 
definitely. And I just don't like this Heat team at all. So I'm for sure going under. Yeah. Next up, we have the Milwaukee Bucks at 39.5. I'm going to take the over. They were at 33 wins last year. I think they're going to be a little improved this year. Uh, What is it, 39.5? Yeah. They could win five games. Oh, jeez. That's a big jump, though. Yeah, I don't know. They they missed Jabari for a lot of the year, didn't they? They did, yeah. Um, I'm going to take... Who did they draft, too? Well, also, no. Thon Maker. Middleton's hurt. Thon Maker. Yeah, and Middleton's out. Yeah, I don't don't like that. I forgot about that. Yeah, (laughs) talk yourself out of it. Yeah, the Middleton thing was huge. These odds might have come out before the Middleton news. They they Um, did, certainly. Just like the... Obviously, the Giannis thing, like Giannis could have, Giannis and Jabari could have huge breakout seasons. But uh, I mean, they could do that. Gre- in Greg Monroe, games, I think. Greg Monroe is garbage, and uh, he's trash. Yeah, he's next and level who else? Ja. Yeah, he's, he's next ja level. Looking ja. into the future. Yeah, and um, I feel like I feel like M- is MCW now the the third string point guard? Yeah, because he's, he's behind Delhi. He might not even have the, he might not even dress. I hope. <laughs> he actually might not dress. I hope he doesn't Jeez. dress. I don't think that's a thing that happens, but still. <laughs> Damn. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna. So yeah, I'm definitely going under there. It'll probably change though. I mean, that no way you you, uh, you uh, lose Middleton and add Matt Delvadova and gain seven wins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So next up, we have. One sec. Mass Center Timberwolves at 41 and a half. Uh, I don't know. I think that's a little high. People are getting a little too hyped for them. They're, they're misconstruing fun with good. I mean, they won 29 games last year. That's a huge jump. And I say if Cat's worth five more games more, better. Like, if he's just like that, it's still not there. I mean, obviously, Carl Towns could, like, could make the jump into top 10 player this year, maybe top five. And they, like that, he, still doesn't, that still doesn't get them 42 wins. I don't exactly, think. exactly. Look at, like, these Anthony Davis Pelicans teams. I mean, you still have um, kind of a, a lack of, of shooting in the backcourt. They were pretty weak defensively. I feel like this year they'll make a huge jump. Fibs is going to help with that, but I don't know to what extent. Yeah, they're, they're going to make a jump this year, but as far as 12, 13 games, I, I think that's that's a little much. And yeah. um, and and Wiggins is kind of when we talked when we would talk like you know a few years ago, we we kind of thought he would become the Paul George McGrady mold kind of player and he's he's looking more like uh, DeRozan esque DeRozan and Rudy and Rudy Gay, which is which is unfortunate. And you this is a big year to see which way he, he kind year of goes. Three. But he's Yeah. He's becoming kind of an inefficient turnaround Jay and and post up uh tunnel vision score kind of guy. Yeah. But we'd definitely like to see him you know, make a jump this year. I think his shooting went down his second year and didn't yeah. improve. So, so we'll, that that's definitely something interesting to see. But as far as Carl Towns goes, I have no doubt. Like I think he's going to be even more incredible this year. Next up, we have the Pelicans at thirty six and a half wins. They won thirty last year. 
That was with Davis missing significant time. I need to look at their roster. I feel like I have no idea who's on their team. Drew and a bunch of no, bunch of after runs. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the yeah, moves they made, kind of. Uh, Tyreek Stell, Quincy Pondexter, Dante Cunningham, Etwan Moore, Langston Galloway, Buddy Heald, uh, Tim Frazier. They have Terrence Jones now. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely taking the, uh, taking the under. I, I, I like some of the moves they made long term, but this year I don't see how they, they how still they stink, get that much better. Yeah, they still have no one yeah. around Anthony Davis. Yeah, if Anthony Davis wins you 32 games by himself. That doesn't. The rest of the team's not making up the other five games. Yeah, and I mean, they lost Eric Gordon, who was actually a really good shooter last year, and, and Ryan Anderson. Yeah, I like Ryan. I'm obviously a big Rhino guy. Yeah. So, yeah, under. We, we still have not disagreed on any team except the Nuggets. What? Who took what? Did you take the over? I took the over, you took the under. Okay, yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, let's see who we're at now. New York Knicks had 38 and a half wins under. I think that's such a very, like, set too high because people from New York are like, yeah, Chris Stapps, like something stupid like that. Yeah, I think um, I think a lot of times with big market teams, you, you see the lines get moved, get pushed a certain way. There's a lot of people who are the fans of those teams, a lot of people betting. I remember every, every opening night there's some absurd Lakers line. Like, um... I think it's it's Rockets minus two and a half or something opening night over the Lakers, which which seems incredibly juicy to me. But uh, yeah, looking at the uh, yeah, the, I I gotta take the under with this team. Yeah, I mean I, they're they're probably right there though. I mean they're probably like right around thirty four right, wins. Yeah, yeah, still I, bad. I I think um yeah they're they're a bad team. They're I think they downgraded that center from Noah, from uh, Rolo to Noah. Rolo was really good last year, and Noah was, and I'm such a big joke from Noah. And they're still going to play Chris Stapps at the four and Mel at the three. Yeah. And Derek Rose has his whole sexual assault rape trial going on, so I don't even think he'd be good to begin with, but they're going to lose him for time, yeah. I would assume. And Courtney Lee was definitely a, a good Saw acquisition. Up, yeah. But. Um, I just don't see them being thirty nine wins good. That's like that's like a ninth seed, right there in the yeah. ninth ten seed. Yeah, no, nah, I I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. R- Robin Lopez was really good for them last year, and Joe Joe Kim Noah. We saw him just a few years ago. It was in the MVP MVP race, and he fell off. He was so yeah, he was hard. first I, team center. Uh, I do not year. see him. Yeah, I don't see him coming back. His body just looks shot. Hmm. So I think on both ends of the ball, he's going to be a liability. So you're kind of looking at, at more of the same. Of How many wins did they have last year? New York won 32 games. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely under. Okay, next team up is Oklahoma City Thunder at 45 and a half wins. What the hell? They won 55 last year, but that's obviously with Kevin Durant and Serge Ibaka still on the team. Oh man, I'm I'm this so really, low this on really, the Thunder. This really determines how much you think Westbrook can like go into crazy supernova mode and carry the team. And I could see them winning 43 games or so. 46 seems like a lot to me. 
Uh, I'm not sold on Oladipo as a player going forward. I like Sabonis, but I don't think it's going to be an immediate click in the NBA, just the way we saw Adams take a few years to get really going into the position he is now. Um, if you see a leap from Steven Adams, maybe this happens, the way he played in the playoffs, if he continue that all season long. But he's now you know, essentially the second option on that team, so you don't really know if he's going to get the same looks he did last year as a third or fourth option. So, yeah, you know, I'm a Russ diehard, as you know, uh, but I just don't see it. Yeah, I'm also, I was, I was always a really big Russ supporter and uh, Russ fan, but this past summer, there's been so much of the, oh, Russ is going to go off MVP season. And I think it just, it's it's so annoying to me because I I, I don't understand how, how you think, how anyone thinks he can have an MVP season. I don't think this team is winning any more than, than half their games. I I think Oladipo is the idea of Oladipo is so much, uh, so much more fun than the actual player. And I, I I think, you know, that backcourt, the shooting is going to be pretty rough Their Their overall spacing. I think Ibaka's, I'm so high on Ibaka. I think that's a really underrated loss. And I I know it, it clears the way for, for Adams, who who was incredible, but yeah, he's like you know their number two option now, and and I don't think Russ with a cast like that. I think there's going to be a lot of nights of you know inefficient shooting, uh, triple doubles, but a loss. And uh, you know I'm not I'm not I'm not like saying this is bad for I'm not saying like anything about him as a player specifically i just i don't think he's he's going to be able to he's not he's go not in and go crazy and put up mvp numbers to carry the team with no one else no yeah else there yeah and i mean and 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 who is i don't think there's many players that could carry this roster to to 46 wins i think that's a little that's a little ridiculous yeah um so so yeah def, definitely under there and that that's that's one for me that i'm probably i'm definitely gonna throw some bills down on that Next up, we have the Orlando Magic at 36 and a half wins after winning 35 games last year. <laughs> the fucking Magic, man. <laughs> and what's, has their over-under been 30, like in low 30s for the past five years? Yeah, they're a team with a similarly clouded, crowded front court as the Sixers with Aaron Gordon, who's probably best as a four, yep. Serge Ibaka, who they just signed, Bismack Biyombo, who they also just signed, and the 2010 machine himself rolls out of bed with it like Jaleel Okafor level 2010 Nikki Vucevic. Nikki Vuce! What a squad, man. You also have Hazonia, and they brought in Croatian boy Damian Rudez as well. They should just play those two guys. They need to play Hazonia more. Their best lineup is like, I guess, Alfred at the one. I don't know. Hazonia and Evan Fournier in the wing, Gordon at the four, and then one of Biombo or, or Serge at the five. It sounds like they're. It sounds like they're not going to run that enough. It sounds like they they got Abaka solely because he's the kind of guy that you need next to Nick Vooch. So I feel like they're starting those two at the four and five. Yeah. And then I've seen reports that they've been trying Aaron Gordon at three. I don't like that. And that just sounds horrible. And I don't know if he's going to be the three or Hazonia, but then probably, yeah, Fournier at the two and Alfred at the one. I, I yeah, I don't like that at all. It's kind of 
kind of disgusting lineup. Free Hazonia. Free Hazonia. I'm going under, yeah. Yeah, let's go under. All right, next we have the Philadelphia 76ers at somehow 27 and a half wins. Uh, we obviously Smash that under. We talk about this team extensively, but smash that motherfucking under button on this one. Uh, there's Absolutely. just no way this team wins 28 games. That's a huge jump for adding. I guess their three best players will be three rookies maybe between Sarge, Simmons, and Embiid. Uh, adding the vets, Bayless, Henderson, and Sergio, and that helps a bit, but... Uh, I don't think that's 18 more games winning. Uh, I, could, I could see them winning 22 games. Uh, 28 just seems steep to count on rookies that heavily, especially someone like Embiid, who will be on minutes restriction. Yeah, uh, I have no idea. When I saw 20, 27 and a half, I was, uh, I was um, appalled, to be honest. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I was really taken aback. I, I think. Uh, like we said on the last pod, uh, if you listen to our Okafor Noel trade discussion, I mean, especially if there's no trade, the roster really doesn't make sense. The imbalance is so bad. Just to get guys minutes, they're going to have to play so many shitty lineups with Jeremy Grant at the three with two bigs. and it, it, there, There's going to be certain aspects. Especially if they don't that want to move one of Nerlens or Okafor until later in the season. Until, yeah. And also until Embiid really gets that rust off. It's going to be a problem. Yeah, and I, and um, I, I think so much of the of the raise and wins is you know that that winning culture bullshit. Bob Cooney tweeting that it's a uh, there's a different feel in the air. I, I'm so sick of that. I, I they haven't like nothing has happened yet. Like absolutely nothing. They signed Elton Brand. Like this this doesn't do anything. Um, I, I just I don't see how they're gonna win have an 18 game improvement because they added some rookies and you know a few backup guards it's it's uh it's really strange to me i've never seen a line quite like this and i don't know i don't know what they were thinking i'm i'm definitely like i'm not a bet against the sixers guy it, like i don't want to have to do that but i'm probably going to have to put money on this it just seems like free money Are you gonna, Seamus? Are you gonna throw some bills down on this? I think I might go on. The, this might be one of the few teams I'm thinking of actually betting on. But it's so hard to bet yeah. against the Sixers. It's like when I go this week, uh, for three weeks in a row, I bet on the Eagles like five minutes before the game starts. Like I tell myself, my number one rule with betting is don't bet on the Eagles, but I bet on them because I'm like, ah, oh, it's the Eagles. It's worth yeah. it's worth the first three weeks, but um, how much will it continue in the future? I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm still, it, and I'm still. I think it, no. It could be. Look at you could look at it this way. You could bet on them to lose, and then if that happens, you get money. But if they win, it's good because they won more games. Like, exactly. If they if they win more than twenty, if they win more than twenty seven games, it's going to be a pretty. Uh, it sounds sad, season. but it's going to be a pretty like incredibly fun season. Yeah, and I, I just can't imagine. I just can't imagine like anyone who studies basketball and lines being like this seems like a middle point 27 and a half they could win 27 maybe they win 28 like i can't believe that's their thing i just i just don't know how As, they do are they high. is it similar to the Knicks where a lot of people are like oh the sixers are finally good they got rid of hinky they got simmons and beads sarge so science events they must be a really good team now or at least a, you know a oh you think team. a lot of a lot of people are pushing the maybe line. the money's going in 
Or, or... Yeah. Yeah, that that's that that is possible too because it started a few weeks ago. They only had a few team lines up, and the Sixers were one of them on a lot of sites, and it was it was at like twenty three and a half. Yeah, and it somehow moved all the way up to twenty seven. See, twenty three and a half, I might be willing just to throw it down, just because like go Sixers. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, not that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So definitely under. What, what's the next one? Phoenix Suns at 26 and a half. They won 23 games last year. I like the over. Same. I think they had an off year last year. I know they brought in Chris and Bender aren't guys that are necessarily going to play a lot this year. But the rest of their team saw they have vets in there. They're, they're, they shouldn't be scraping the bottom of the barrel that much. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really understand what happened. I didn't watch them a lot last year. But, uh, and I, I still think they're going to be a... Uh, you know, Bledsoe takes a little leap. Tyson Chandler isn't as much as a tire fire. You know, Bledsoe and Knight stay healthier. Yeah. Booker didn't there. break out to late. Booker didn't break yeah. out to late. The second half year, was so. much better. The yeah. first half, as to be expected as a rookie. You know, if he takes a little jump, and then you have, I don't know. You know, see if Alex Lynn somehow resurrects himself. Alex Lynn. I was really I, high I, on him going into the 2013 draft. I always forget that he exists. Yeah, they took him over Noel. Yeah, they did. LOL. <laughs> yeah, they're an over Some... me. They're like they're like I'd consider betting on it over. Really? I would I would I would not. I could yeah. definitely um cuz cuz there still has to be a bottom when I'm looking at okay, who's the bottom 5 teams? So many teams it feels someone, like someone has better. to win 25 games or I mean. Yeah, and the Suns seem like they might just be one of those teams that falls Let's in the bottom. Let's see, it's definitely the category. Lakers, Sixers and Nets. Kings. Uh, yeah. Kings and then Kings, Kings and then Kings and, and that'll be fine. Yeah. Fuck the Kings. The Kings. Kings. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so I'm See, so yeah, I'm going so we're both we're both going over there, but not like I'm I'm not as, as I'm, into I'm not suit I'm, yeah, I'm not into it. Alright, next we have Trailblazers at forty six and a half. They won forty four games last year in a conference where there were some injuries. Um mm-hmm. so you're expecting them to be better than last year, and I think the top of the conference will be a little stronger. I don't know, San Antonio takes a step back. Um I don't know. I'm leaning towards under. Like they're a 44 win team, like last year. I don't know. You see them winning 47? Uh, no. I'm I'm going under. They have a really um, crowded think... backcourt and wing positions. I don't know really what's going on there. Yeah, I feel like with the Trailblazers, they retained everyone on the team. They didn't really make any moves to try and hit that next level. Evan Turner, next uh, level, baby. Yeah, they got Evan Tur- they just threw Evan Turner into the mix, which feels like even more saying, here, right here, I want to be right here. I want to do this, I want to do that again. And sometimes we, we saw, like, when the Suns overachieved a few years ago, everyone was like, wow, what are the fun Suns? They'll be back, because I think they just missed the playoffs, and then they just they just they just didn't have it uh, the year after. I'm not saying that's what's happening to the Blazers. I think the Blazers have some more, you know, like established. I think McCollum and Lillard are really good, but I I don't I don't think they're gonna be able to. Um, I think they got lucky a lot of times last year with some of the uh, some of the injuries in the West, and and they were pretty yeah, healthy. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna take the under there. 
Next we have Kangs at 32 and a half. <laughs> Smash that. Smash that all on the floor. Smash that. Give me some more. Under. Yeah, they suck. Team sucks. It's a disaster of a team. We, we don't even need to talk about it. You don't even talk about it. Ain't even gonna talk about it. Ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> um, they're just so bad, dude. They're just so dysfunctional. I don't even know what to do with. They. I think they should just trade Boogie. I don't know. Yeah, please they need free a, Boogie. They need like new owners. They need like a new. They need to move and like change the team. They I mean they can't be the Kings anymore. Yeah. They need yeah, to, like. They can't. They need to be like the Seattle SuperSonics or like the San Diego. Ron Burgundy's or something. I don't know. <laughs> the San Diego Wales. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, they just need a, a complete like restart of that team and that franchise. Which is a shame for how fun and good they were at the turn of the century. Yeah. Yeah. I. Those memories are like completely washed away by oh, what they've done over the past like over the past you know ten years. Yeah. And then Rudy Gay, who knows what's going on there with that situation. Oh, my God. Who is that? Bill, Bill Cauley-Stein. Trill. Boogie. Costa Kufis. Um, who's the other center they drafted? It's just drafted another Greek center. Oh, Giannis uh, Papianis. Papianis, yeah. Giorgios Papianis, yeah. Which Who I, I actually, I actually liked. I like the pick, but they're not going to be good this year. Oh yeah, no, no. I mean, it's it's they have, they have. Um, who's their starting point guard? Darren Collison. Is it him still? Yeah. Or oh wait, did they? Um, Ty Lawson. Did yeah, oh he's, my he's, god. His god track's not guaranteed. Okay. I picked up Aaron Aflalo. He was the one to follow. Uh, oh but yeah, God. this Darren this team is started. so trash. Seems so trash, dude. Uh, Scal, they got Scal too. Scal, oh my God, dude! Jordan this team. Farmer, <laughs> Anthony Tolliver, they have Barnes. He's so he's Matt so Barnes, <laughs> so king. I mean, what do you think the most kings? They have Lamar Patterson. Oh my God, um, what's the most kings lineup they could run out there? <laughs> It would go Ty Lawson at the point. Yeah. Um, Matt Barnes at the two. Uh, well, Boogie at the f- four or five, I guess. Boogie at the who? four, Cauley Stein at the five. Uh, Rudy Gay the three. Rudy Gay the three. Or, or Rudy Gay the two, or, and then uh, Barnes has to be on there somehow. Just them both on the wing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's perfect. Yeah, that team is ugh, that team's something. Ty, Law- Ty Lawson, Jordan Ty Lawson, Barnes. Matt Barnes, Ty Lawson, Matt Barnes backcourt. That's fire. Yeah. Let well, Let's move on, please. Yes, that's interesting one. San Antonio Spurs fifty six and a half after winning sixty seven games last year. Their first year without Tim Duncan. And some time. They signed Powell to take his spot, which I'm not. Super sold on is a good move because he's a little old and washed. I don't think he's a really good defensive center yeah. at this point. Yeah, Powell uh, sucks. Neither of us are really good, big. Um, the Marcus Aldridge guys, I don't think he's going to age well. 
Um, then you can ex expect some, a little bit of a jump from Kawhi um, and still be worse off than last year. But um, it could be worse off than last year and still hit the over is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think um, I think you know you can expect more of a drop off from Tony Parker and Manu, but at, at the same time they didn't get you know ten wins worse just from losing Duncan and uh, these guys going. I feel out. like so betting on top get is, is a bad move yeah. too. Yeah, like, exactly. You never, another, never bet against the Patriots. Never bet against the Spurs. Yeah, another year to kind of grow the fit with Lamarcus, and yeah. uh, and hey, maybe they trade for Nerlens. Which they we did, run out we did talk about, for those who didn't listen to, was uh, Danny Green and Patty Mills for Nerlens and Jeremy Grant. I like that trade a lot for them. I like it almost Love more it. for them than I do for the Sixers. Yeah, yeah, same. It'd be a really smart trade for them. I Get think the Nerlens and Aldridge would be would be really would be a really nice. cool fit. Yeah, really nice. Then some small so, ball lines with Kawhi the four, Nerlens the five. Yes. Yes. Our next, so. we have Toronto Raptors. At 49 and a half wins, coming off conference finals loss and 56 wins last year, I'm expecting a big drop off. I think you would be too. Am I correct? Um, they lost Biombo. They lost Biombo. <sighs> I feel like they just got like a career year out of Lowry, and I, I don't know if he can replicate that as much. He's, he's getting up because he was he was garbage in the Olympics. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go over. I hate DeRozan. Uh, yeah, I hate DeRozan too. But I'm gonna go over. They they kept most of the team intact. Okay. Uh, I I think yeah, I think is the Mars a little healthier. Valanchunas. Yeah, I, I think Valanchunas is still. Yeah, he's still um, getting better. Like he's still he's still getting better. He you know, he's kind of on a on a different learning curve, but he's he's still getting better. And uh, yeah, I I I, I still really. You know, Terrence Ross is better. Norman Powell does that as well. I guess. Yeah, I really, I really like Lowry. I uh, hate DeRozan so much. Yeah. I just don't, I hate watching him. I watch him and I just don't understand like how like a, a little kid could be like, oh, I'm a Demar Derozan fan. Like, I want to buy his jersey. He's su he's such a pain to watch. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna take the over. I just because they're always there. They're gonna be a, a top three seed. They're gonna beat up on some of the. Some of the worst, like if they're playing just a regular Eastern Conference schedule, like oh, they're playing the Pistons and the Hornets and the Sixers and the Knicks and the Bulls. I think they're going to beat up on a lot of those teams. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to take the over. Yep. Next, we have the Utah Jazz at forty-seven and a half wins. Over. 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 Yeah, definitely over. over button. Smash the over. They're going to be nice. I think they're a team a lot of people are going to hit the over on. I think they're a basketball Twitter darling this year. So um, basketball not, not, not necessarily to win the championship, but to be – they could hit that fourth seed and maybe even the third seed. Yeah, they're, the, the basketball hipsters understand that, like, casual fans don't really know about Gobert yet or the Jazz yet. They haven't been on TV a lot, and they kind of have a defensive identity, so it's not a lot of, you know, flashy scoring, but – uh, yeah, everyone's gonna be super high on them, so they could say like, "I knew this. We all knew this." But yeah, I think they're gonna be good. I think they're gonna be in contention for that, for that four seed. Yeah, in, I in think. I mean, I'm I'm really high on Gobert, man. He's so he's so awesome. You know, we love him centers, and he's 
he's really, you know, the best. He's better than he's obviously better than Noel, a better finisher offensively. Just he's the I don't know. I think he's could be the best center in the league just because of how good he is on defense. And if the point guard situation is a little more straight out, he could be a lot better finisher offensively too. I think. Yeah, and um, Rodney Hood is Ronnie Hood becoming oh, a pretty what a, good scorer. What a scorer. leap he took last year. Yeah, he's become a pretty good scorer, and Hayward's you know still doing his thing. And they uh they got Joe Johnson, which was you know just like solid pickup. It was just a solid pickup because it, it brings a little something that maybe like just honestly play him like ten minutes a game and just bring him in play, for you know, if like a late playoffs, game bucket. There'll, there'll be a Joe Bot. There'll be a Joe Johnson game. It'll be nice old Joe game yeah. where he goes off for twenty points or something like that. Yeah. in the second half or something. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. But I I completely agree with you. I think. Uh, Gobert is, is so fun to watch and by far the best rim protector. You can see it. You look at the numbers and it's there. Other teams just cannot score uh, with him at the rim. And a lot of it, you know, might have to do with the Jazz as a whole are a really good defensive team, but him at the rim is just scary. The wingspan, his timing, everything. And he does a really good job of keeping the ball in bounds or swatting it to a player just because he has so much so much time and length like he to control it and th- that's so important and uh i th- i think you know go bear swats leading a break for that team are just going to be uh i i i don't know how many national tv games they have but i i hope i hope they get some exposure this year yeah i think you know if they're just doing well at a certain point they're going to have to be covered uh whether it be yeah. online the twitter sphere or sports center or wherever else you get your nba news yep but I think this is the year it happens for them. Definitely. Next up. And lastly, we have the Wizards at 42 and a half. Uh, uh, I'm leaning towards over. Um, Beal's healthy. They won 41 games last year, and I feel like last year was a down year for them. I like them for over. I think John. Wall oh, I just game. yo. I I just checked. Jazz have four ESPN games and three TNT games. So that's that's pretty. Oh, decent. nice for them. Yeah. Right, but yeah, for the for the Wizards, um, yep. uh, this is tough. What did they win last year? 39? 40, 41. 41. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna take the over. I think I think I, w- I was really disappointed in them last year because I, I remember seeing them in preseason, and I saw they finally had a uh, a faster a faster offense. Yeah, uh, it was more spread out. Yeah, Beal finally Brooks realized. This year as coach. Yeah, exactly. You're replacing Whitman with Brooks. They're gonna win one or two more games. I, I think Beal started to become more um more uh, open minded about you know making sure he steps behind the line. He he said like a lot of fans were. Were coming up to him on the street saying stuff. So I was really high on them going into last year, and they were just putting up so many points in the preseason. And then the season happened. I don't know what it was, but they just they just uh, got into a bad funk. And I, I would think that with the coaching change and uh, a year to kind of get past that, and also, you know, I, I think Otto Porter is going to be better, and Ubre will be better, and they'll, they'll get more scoring from the wings. And uh, Nene is gone. 
Uh, he was getting pretty old, though. Yeah, and I think it's, a, it's they, an addition by subtraction. Yeah, who did they... Did they get another, like, backup big behind Gortat? Um, no, they lost Mahimi. Not much where they got... Let me look real quick. No, they, they got... Did they get... You see they got... Uh... No, they got Mahimi, right? No, they didn't. They lost... Oh, yeah, they got Mahimi. Yeah. They got... Yeah, because he was on the... Uh... Oh, and they have Markeith Morris... Yeah. Who they only had for for late in the year. Jason Smith. John and O'Brien. Trey Burke. Trash ass Trey Burke. I hate Trey Burke. Um, whatever, as a backup. Yeah, I definitely the over, actually. Yeah. I like him as the over too. Yeah. Alright, and uh, lastly, uh since we're done with that and finished a little bit early, you wanna do your five league pass teams? Oh, I didn't prepare for this. I don't have Me neither, one, I just but... made it up now. Okay. All right. I can I can try and think of them off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm like looking at a list of the teams. If you just want to like pull up a list of like NBA teams, might be the easiest way to go about it. <laughs> yeah, list of NBA teams. I, I search I'm that try- way too often. Not like to admit. <laughs> can we try? I'm gonna try and like not be like, uh, Wolves, Bucks, uh, I mean, I might Jazz. Be I'm gonna try and think of some. Yeah, I'm gonna try and think of some like cool. Some I like deep Denver. Cuts. Denver. Definitely Denver. I'm putting Denver on my list. UDA, Jokic, Jakar. Yeah, I and I, I think heavy. Jamal Jamal Murray as a rookie will be fun to watch. Yeah. I, I yeah, I think I think um I really liked watching their summer league team. So I uh I'm gonna go with them. I'm gonna throw um I'm gonna throw the Suns into mine. I think I, I really just wanna watch uh, Devin Booker coming up, and and I think the the whole how they work out the Chris Bender uh, combo is going to be really cool. Seeing how much they play together and seeing uh, you know the speeds at which both of those guys develop, um, it's going to be fun to watch. So I'm going to go with them. Uh, for my number two choice, I'm actually going to go with the Pelicans, even though we're pretty dismissive of their team building strategy and what they've done and put around Anthony Davis. They still have Anthony Davis. And I think if he's yep. healthy, he's gonna be someone you want to watch every night. Yeah. Um. Definitely, last year probably made a lot of people forget about AD. So, yeah. I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Rockets. I was gonna say I, the Rockets I, as well. I think they're gonna yeah. be a little undersold on national TV. Said an off year last year, but DN20 is gonna have them playing fun basketball. Yeah, exactly. Dan Tony, I you haven't seen him. Uh, uh, completely run a team in a while, and I think it's going to be so fun. I think uh, a lot of people kind of started to go sour on Harden, especially like the Harden Dwight combo combined. I think it kind of played up their unlikableness. But I I think now seeing Harden in in a new system, he's they said he's going to be their primary point guard, which I think is going to be really fun. And uh, seeing him uh, in whether it be in pick and roll with Capella or. Uh, you know, I think Eric Gordon and Anderson are really good additions for the team. They're kind of going to do the four and out with, with Capella at the five. Uh, yeah. And um, would really love to see them trade for New Orleans. I think that'd be so cool. But, um, yeah, they're, they're going to be really fun to watch. I'm excited. That's three for each of us. Um, hey, I want to watch Chris Tass, but I think the Knicks will be on TV enough. I'll say the Timberwolves. I'll give into the hype and say the Timberwolves. Uh, you know, see if Wiggins ever gets out of. If he goes more with the T Mac, Paul George route or the Rosen route, be fun to watch. 
Rubio's still there, throwing the ball over to court to Levine. And obviously Towns, uh, it's going to be something to watch. Yeah, I, I, I think the Wol- the Wolves are definitely a team. Uh, definitely a team to watch. And the, I mean, every everyone knows that. Like, I think uh, it's pretty obvious, like, that much young talent you're going to want to watch. Um, hmm, my next pick. I mean, I can see Utah, but I'm going to leave Utah off since they have some national television games. Um, since the, and they're also an obvious choice. You know, really yeah. Orlando, maybe, just to see Gordon and Hazonia for me, I think. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. And see how they uh, make, how they what they do with that front court situation. If it works out well, it could be really entertaining. We've been big surge guys for a while, like Biombo. Those two are getting more minutes and less minutes for Vucevic. And you got Gordon <laughs> playing the four sometimes. Got Hazonia out there having fun. That's a team I want to watch. I'm going to... It hurts me to say this, but I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Lakers. Ooh. I think um, I'm still super low on them as, as on their win total. But it's going to be so fun finally seeing able... Uh, finally seeing Russell to be able to, you know, get the keys to the offense and kind of kind of run the show. I really hope we see some of that playmaking that we saw at Ohio State come back. Uh, Ingram, I don't think is going to be very effective, but off the bench, seeing flashes of, of what he can do will be cool. And, um, yeah, Larry Nance Jr. dunks. They were so fun in Summer League. They were really they were really cool to watch. I, I love, uh, love Larry Nance Jr. And... And dang, in Moscow, very random, but they'll be a they'll be a, a entertaining team to watch. Definitely. Randall sucks though. We already talked about. Yeah. I, we don't have to go off on on T Rex arms again. But yeah, I'm I'm picking them. I think that's my five, right? Yeah, that's five each. All right, cool. Uh, that wraps it up. Uh, a bit. W- wait, wait. Can we do can we do five least fun teams to watch? Oh yeah, why not? Yeah, you're you're. If you had to pick twenty five teams for league pass at a discount, you had to exclude five teams. Who are you excluding? Uh, that's a really good idea. I like this idea a lot. Yeah. Uh, Indiana. Yes, they they were gonna be my first pick. They were yeah, the exact reason why I came up with this idea. Sucks. Fuck that team, man. Uh, what a terrible roster. Sacramento. Oh yeah, I mean definitely them. Yeah, exactly. uh, the net, the Nets. The Nets. Oh man, uh, Stephen LeBron had a great tweet. I think it was yesterday. It said any six four and over guy in Brooklyn should just walk around with a Nets jumpsuit on because people can mistake him for a player on the team because absolutely no one has any idea who it was. Like players on the team might mistake him for players on the Nets. Uh, that, that's great. It's very true. Um, that's three teams. You pick two. Too. So so yeah, I, definitely going with the Pacers. Um, I'm gonna go with the the Mavericks. I'm gonna go with the Heat too. I think the Boshless Heat. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They're gonna uh, yeah. The Heat probably for There's me also. And um, who else here? Oh, and I do want to say I think I did go with the Pacers over. Mostly because of Miles Turner, but I'm still like as as like their brand of basketball. I'm I'm so low on like, yeah, watching that. Uh, so I have like the the Bulls are interesting for me because I think they're going to be a disaster. Yeah, they're going to be, be very cluttery, but, but I want to see it. I want to see the see disaster. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. 
Yeah. Um, Hornets? Hornets are never really. I felt it, but I kind of like their team, so I didn't want to throw them under the bus. Okay. Um, the Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors. I, like, I really like that brand of basketball. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. Oh, Memphis. Throw Memphis on there. We hit the over on Memphis, but uh. Yeah, I would. I, I would. I, like I don't think I've watched. I haven't watched a Grizzly game. A Grizzlies game in like three years. All right, so Hated. my so my five teams would be Indiana one, Sacramento two, Memphis three. Who else did I name? Brooklyn four, and then Toronto five. Yeah, I I can't remember what I did. Probably around that same five. Did you have the Mavericks in yours? No, you had the Mavericks. I had the yeah. Mavericks okay. Well, stuff. oh, I had the Heat. The Heat were in there too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a good one. I like that. Yeah, good stuff. But all right, well, that about Will wraps Smith this one surprised up. the Sixers at a team dinner last night. Yeah, where where have you been the past four years? Yeah, <laughs> way to skip out oh, on the right, process, right, Will right, Smith. Way to jump on the bandwagon, pal. Yeah. Get yeah. get him out of here. Get him out of here. He's washed. But in all serious, no. Welcome back, man. Can't wait to see him at a game. Courtside. Yeah, like low key, kind of hyped to have like a, a famous person at the game again. Yeah. Um, who who is the only? I couldn't care less about Meek Mill being at the game. So, yeah, Will Smith being there will be cool. Yeah, I hate. I honestly haven't seen him though since twenty twelve. So still a little a little bitter. Is he still wearing that Phillies hat, like pulled like all the way down and slightly <laughs> in one direction? I wish we could. Um. I'm going to attach an audio clip to the end of this podcast of, uh, of Will Smith congratulating Doug Collins on his, like, 100th win with the Sixers or something like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, all right. I'll talk to you, man. I'll talk to you. Bye. And to echo our remarks, another one of the co-owners of the 76ers, Will Smith. Now, I just wanted to come to I blew my voice out at work today, so I just wanted to uh, just come up and uh, congratulate Coach Collins for for his 400th win. And I mean, for for me, this is is an absolutely uh, ridiculous way to to be here for Coach. And I'm an owner of my hometown team and sitting on the floor, and we beat Boston. This like Larry Bird ruined my childhood. So it was like. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is like uh, fantastic. So, Coach, congratulations, and I'm happy to be here. Okay.